Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. He's Master Blywalker. He's Luke Bly. I want to know how you're doing, my friend. Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yes, mate. I'm good. I'm good. We're deep in the uh, Andor season. Tis the Andor season, Ooh. and you know we're we're out here just eating well. We're a couple of Star Wars geeks, and we're eating well. Um, how are you, Matty boy? And how has your browsing on Booking dot com been going <laughs> lately? <laughs> I mean, in a non weird way, there is context to this story. I'm doing well, my friend. Though to start <laughs> off with. But, Nah, there's no, literally there's none. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm doing well. Had a, uh, I've had a nice Star Wars weekend, had a nice Star Wars week leading up to this discussion. But uh, Booking.com, we're not sponsored by them. Other booking sites are available, like, I don't know, Trivago or something. But um, I was at work today and I got a, uh, my, a, a ping on the Microsoft Teams, a little DM from one of my colleagues. And it was a Booking.com link and I thought, well, what's all this about? I thought I haven't got plans to to hang out with my mate Ollie for the weekend, but I opened it and thought, what is this? It's somewhere in Winchester in the south of England. Very nice part of the world as well. And it was <laughs> it was a cabin outside in the countryside. Really nice cabin. 9.5 out of 10 it was given. Oh. But it had the most imaginative and fun name I've seen. <laughs> and there is, there's a reason why we're talking about it now, because it's Star Wars <laughs> themed. This, this cabin, this hut, was called Jabba the hut and that's just what it's called you have to book jabber the hut and as soon as i saw it i was like i oh, know somebody's got to see this so i sent it on to old blilo oh. ren with, again with no context just sending the link to see what he'd it's think about genius. it it's absolutely genius i think we've got to put it on socials mate i think we've got to, yes. we've got to put it out on there. <laughs> jabber the hut it's so if you want it. to stay there check it out it looks quite nice reason to be priced maybe jabber the hud will go and stay jabber the hut some point soon the things i do for the sessions spending a night there just so i could post a picture but yeah that was my kind of star wars uh, filth of the week mate how, how's your weekend been how's your week been any kind of odd star wars isms happened to you i tell you what i um i had a go on star wars battlefront 2 for the first time in a long oh, time you did last night yeah 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 yeah. I, I fight it's on the old xbox game pass i said we were gonna do i said i was gonna do it didn't i and i was like on the podcast yeah, do you know what? let's let's do it let's do it and do it. uh oh my word that game absolutely slaps i love that game mm. there is something about star wars battlefront 2 playing on all different eras i played a bit of ewok hunt a bit of strike um some yeah. supremacy it was so much flipping fun it was so much fun. But you know what? One of the other highlights was reading A, it was getting the um the the the, the cabin from you, Jabba the Hut <laughs> yes. from you down Out in old Winchester. Um John from the UK says there's a pub down the road. It's really good. 
So that's the review on Booking.com for Jabba <laughs> John, I like it, mate. Man of few like words. Uh, he's got his priorities straight. Do you know what cracked me up as well? Uh, you messaged me a clip from Solo. It's one of the deleted <laughs> scenes when Han, Han and Chewie are having a snowball fight. <laughs> And you were like, lol, Matty Boy literally just messaged me this. He went, lol, Val just died, and this would have been the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just having a snow yes. They're literally fight. just having a weird fight in the middle of uh, Vandal, wherever it is. And, and they, they just let it. There. They just let it sit there. Like, there is no dialogue for a good, I want to say, like, 17 seconds. There was just silence. And in the distance, Chewie and Han having a snowball fight. Fight. I mean, you know. I mean, people say Val's character was done dirty in in the film as it (laughs) is. Now, if they'd put that in, I I think Tandy Newton would have just burnt down Lucasfilm headquarters. (laughs) Well, it's a bit different to Andor, isn't it? It's a bit different to Andor, yes. but there we go. Yes, so far. There we go. So mate. far. Well, we've had episode five of Andor. The recap has dropped. No spoilers here, but the only spoiler I'll give is there is no snowball fights in Andor so far. But we've got another, mate, we've got another seven episodes of season one to get through yet. So we may still get Luthan, Rail, and Mon Mothma wrestling in the snow yet. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, our spoiler filled recap of episode five of Andor is out now on the Star Wars Sessions podcast feed. As always, we're not going to give our thoughts on what we thought. Now it's out there in the world on Disney Plus. Go check it out and then go listen to our thoughts on it. But um yeah, it feels odd, mate, to say we've still got seven episodes of Andor left. It's uh yeah, it's it's weird thinking, oh that's a that's a whole book of Boba Fett. You know? <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole fetage. A whole fetage. That's how we can measure it. <laughs> oh, no, that. listen, listen. I'm I, I'm loving Andor at the moment, but we're doing something a little bit different this week. And do you know what? I'm looking forward to it. And we have a yes. fantastic, fantastic, enthusiastic, and just all around lovely guest who joins us. Um, can't wait to get stuck in, Matty Boy. Yeah, he's a a a. a- a hero who has joined us for this week's episode. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to get stuck into that. But before we do that, I can hear mm-hmm. something in my ears, my friend, other than your sweet tones. It sounds like a chime, a bong, maybe. We know it means one thing, mate. What is it? It it must mean it's the, um, I don't know, it's the Galactic News Round. Dah. <laughs> Hasbro has revealed four new upcoming and or Black Series figures with Bix Colleen, Mon Mothma, Luthan Rao and Cassian Andor himself set to hit shelves in April 2023. 3.75 inch figures of Figurin Dan and the modal nodes will also be unleashed as a Hasbro Kenner inspired collection also slated for release in spring 2023. Christian Bale has again expressed interest in joining the Star Wars franchise, having previously been in discussions for a role in Solo, a Star Wars story. And remember Tamagotchi? Bandai Namco has released a Grogu edition of the classic virtual pet toy, which will drop in January 2023. 
Hi, this is Mike Quinn. I played Nine Num in the Star Wars movies, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We've been enjoying talking about Star Wars Andor for the last few weeks, but that's not the only player in the game when it comes to Star Wars at the end of 2022. No, no, no. We have got Tales of the Jedi to look forward to. Luke and myself, we can't wait to talk about this tonight. I don't know what Luke thinks about it. He doesn't know what I think about it. So we wanted to get somebody else on board to give us their thoughts and maybe keep us in check a little bit. He's a lad. He's a cad. He's from TikTok. He's a reality TV star now. It's Henry Calvert, mate. How you doing? Now then, lads, now then, uh, I'm doing great. I'm ecstatic <laughs> to be here. We're talking Tales of the Jedi with you. I, I, I'm buzzing for this. And I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> well, I found out about you, Henry, through oh a friend in America who sent through who sent through a link to the TikTok of you dancing to Phil Collins while you were getting ready, how you get ready for a night out. And it, you're like, it takes me all of four minutes or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, our friend sent that to us saying, oh yeah, is this uh, one of your other friends? Oh, that, oh, what's that? Can you hear that? Oh, it's a bit of Henry. Oh, it's a bit of Henry in the background. Is that Philip Bailey? <laughs> bit of, bit of the, the, the two Phil's going on. I'll bust a move in a second. Yeah, there we go good lad good lad Hen- what about, who Henry. wouldn't want to get ready to this no i know right i know it, right. It, it just gets you it just gets you in that place it just gets it re- you in that mindset it really does henry tell us about your geekdom your love for star wars and your rise yeah. to tiktok stardom and also a bit of beauty in the geek maybe yeah of course so um I kind of, I was making TikToks for maybe eight months uh, before I blew up with the the wonderful Phil Collins video, uh, oh, yes. and I was mostly doing comic recommendation stuff. Um, so my background is mostly in comic books, um, and yeah, that's kind of how I started out on the old TikTok. Um, and <laughs> the old TikTok. The Phil, <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> Phil Collins video <laughs> happened, and then I disappeared throughout April to go and film Beauty and the Geek. Um, uh, yeah, and then I came back and things blew up again. Um, and now I do uh, skit-type videos. I do. I, I kind of like to, to say I make geeky videos, which is kind of based around my personality and my interactions with the geekdom. Um, but yeah, Beauty and the Geek has me billed as the sci-fi guy. The um, sci-fi guy. I what is Beauty the... and the Geek just for our listeners as well? Oh, uh, yeah, just just so you guys know. Uh, uh, Beauty and the Geek is a reality TV show streaming on Discovery+. Plus. Um, it sees uh, eight uh, really geeky guys, uh, each from a different part of the geekdom. Uh, we've got a Pokemon master. We've got a D and uh, we've got a dungeon master. There's something for everyone. Uh, and then we get partnered up with these very beautiful women, um, you know, models from different ends of the, the social kind of spectrum to us. Uh, and it, awesome. it's kind of a show that sees us, um, how we can, mesh together work together uh and perhaps as a spark of romance um oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who am i to say um, <laughs> you know we play uh, and yeah and that's that's coming out at the minute uh and that's a new exciting thing that's going on uh with with me i guess 
Fantastic. So tell us about your love for Star Wars. And maybe I get the impression anyway, when we met, you were super excited for some Star Wars animated projects. Are you a big fan of the Clone Wars? Tell us about that. Yeah, of course. My relationship with Star Wars starts uh, with the original trilogy on VHS. uh, My dad uh, would sit me in front of the TV on a Sunday and we'd watch all of the 80s classics, you know, Star Wars, Indy, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters. Um, Star Wars stood out to me. We had um, a Kenner Millennium Falcon, which was my dad's. And that was like my main, like, play set as a kid uh, awesome. anything else came it's, it's such a phenomenal toy um so that's kind of where my love for star wars originated uh, but then growing up um i was born in 2002 so the prequels had kind of come out uh, or i was very young when they came out anyway um so for me i the main thing that was coming out in my childhood to do with star wars was the clone wars um, right and the Clone Wars was just awesome. The Clone Wars was just sick. Like, I, as a kid, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Phantom Menace, yeah, it's got politics and stuff. And there's too much talking in those films for me as a kid. I'm like, yeah. you know, Clone Wars, it has the talking, but it has the action. It has great character work. And there's blasters and there's lightsaber fights. And as a kid, I was like, I just love this. This guy um, gets it. Oh, it's just phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. Um, and then you get to season three and it's like, oh, this is dark. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this is what's happened. Yeah. What's going on? Darth Maul slaughtering villagers here. It's like, oh my God. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I loved that as well because I was like, this no. is just phenomenal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Clone Wars uh, is a great show, but then it's also something that I could talk to people about, you know, these, these cooler guys at school, <laughs> you know, might, they might've been cool, but they were still watching Clone Wars. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's how, that's how I made friends as well. So Clone Wars um, has a, has a real, I, I hold it really close to my heart. Um, so yeah. Um, well, Clone Wars and the original trilogy are my like bread and butter when it comes right. to Star Wars. That is amazing to hear because when we were at, um, London Film and Comic Con. We had so many fans coming up to us saying that uh, Revenge of the Sith and Mando got them into Star Wars, but we noticed that there's a shift as well with fans. Uh, there's a generation of fans now who got into Star Wars because of the Clone Wars, and just hearing you talk about it like that, mate, that kind of it feels right. The way you say it, that for kids, Phantom Menace, yeah, it's got Jar Jar and Pod racing, but it's about you know, it's political. There's it's about trade routes or trade routes and all that. Yeah. Clone Wars, yeah, it has some of that. But it does also have Darth Maul slaughtering villagers. It's got those <laughs> Irish monkey things. It's got so oh. much more in it, which uh, just it beefs up the prequels and it's uh, and it, it does what any good kind of prequel or you know middle chapter should do, and it adds mm. so much more to it. Uh, so it's so cool, isn't it, Lukey Boy, to hear an actual fan from that time come out and say what it means. Yeah, well, the Clone Wars literally fixes plot holes. You think of like the Order 66. This is the thing I always say, Henry, is like with Order 66, the Clone Troopers, if you just watch the prequels, the Clone Troopers just kind of do 
Order 66 that just kind of like, oh yeah, we very true. We we learned that. Let's all kill yeah. the Jedi. And it's like, oh okay. As a kid, I didn't care because I was there for the prequel films. I did not care. Didn't even notice. But in yeah. later years, it makes way more sense that they had this chip in their head and that it just expanded on the story. And I think that's what animation. I think that's what you know tv or streaming series can do in general you know mm. that's the strength of streaming i think we're seeing that oh, with andor yeah. i think we're seeing it with the mandalorian but now we got a new we got a new little bite-sized snack tales of the jedi i have thought yes yes that's <laughs> that's the energy we need no what? spoilers for his opinion there <laughs> Yeah, no. Matty boy, should we just play the trailer or the audio of the trailer so our listeners are reminded of what we're getting excited for, and then we can just get in, get involved, and talk all about this trailer in this series. Everywhere there is life, but you must face death. Honor it. Do not fear it. Jedi. Ahsoka is Jedi. The best way I can protect you is to teach you how to protect yourself. Master Dooku. I want to bring peace and order to the galaxy. Master, stop! It is the only way you will truly have victory. My Padawan. Again. Again. Dooku, stand down. about the coming darkness. Let's hope all that training pays off. And who might you be? Lads. Everybody out there, how about that? 26th of October 2022, six short episodes will be dropping from the mind of Dave Filoni. He's writing this, he's creating it. Some might call it a passion project from the cowboy-hatted maestro himself. Uh, I think we know Henry's thoughts and reactions on this, but hey, why not just ask anyway? So we'll find out Henry's, find out Luke's, find out mine. Let's get into what we thought then about the trailer up top we know you're a big clone wars fan henry mate what are you thinking about this trailer just awesome just so awesome um (laughs) i was i I was i was at celebration when this got announced um so i i I was just like oh my god The, the 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 fact that we are getting this this animation style back we've got it in the bad batch but it's like with Ahsoka again, um, we get to see Clone Wars style Ahsoka again. Uh, by the way, Ahsoka's like probably my favorite Star Wars character. So right. um, <laughs> just it's her, uh, and it's also more backstory for Dooku, which is just uh, such a great like 
yeah, it's Dooku's backstory, which is so complex, and there's so much to explore there, which we haven't really had chance to yet. Um, and oh, it's it, it's just so brilliant, and I wish it was longer. But the fact that it's six parts, it's like. Uh, I, I think it makes it even more special. It is very much a Dave Filoni passion project, and I'm, I'm so glad that he chose to base it around Dooku and Ahsoka. I, I mean, I couldn't think of, of two characters which I'd want to see more in this these little mini-series things. Um, yeah, I'm just buzzing. Uh, yeah. Absolutely buzzing. I think it's really intriguing. I think it's really intriguing. This 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 trailer has a lot in it different eras you know like we like you said young dooku young qui-gon we got young qui-gon you got ashley Eckstein back as ahsoka you've got the whole gang back together you've got obi-wan with mullet but animated i mean come on what's what's not to love um i think there's a lot there's a lot here for you know the clone wars generation the clone wars Mm. fans you know those kids that grew up with this series and now you know they're in their twenties. They're older. They're maybe a bit younger, but most of them who grew, grew up with that series, they got jobs now and they will still go back and watch this. But I also think a lot of kids would enjoy this. And I always like that. I, I you know, I love me mm. some Andor. I really enjoy Andor, but yet Star Wars needs to be for kids too, you know, and this seems to be that exactly. I actually have, I was, I was thinking about saying this more toward the end of the show, but I actually wonder. Guys, I want your thoughts on this. I wonder if this is almost like a slow, quiet pilot series, like a mini series for an ongoing, larger series of. I hope so. I really hope so. (laughs) How did I know that? How did I know? Yeah, Yeah, I'm just looking at this, Matty Boy. I'm looking at the success of Clone Wars Season 7. The Uh I like Bad Batch, but the mixed response to something like Bad Batch, and they're saying, look, maybe the Clone Wars was a bit more magical while you had Jedi in it. So if you had something like Bad Batch and Tales of the Jedi running simultaneously, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, on that final point, uh, a couple of months ago now on my Patreon show, Jibber Jabber with Jabber the Hud, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions, I did a, I, 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 one of the things I asked was, what is one of the things I want to see from a Disney Plus show? And it was, I wanted to see a, it's out there documented, a series of shorts which focused on different prequel era Jedi. So in my head, it would be like um plo coon ki adimundi windu and a load of others that we haven't seen before so we so we can kind of see more than just the 12 or 13 that are on the council and the prequels then i heard this was getting announced well it was leaked wasn't it i think december of last year on a a sticker was on somebody's like laptop or something it was leaked online it was um, on the side of a record box wasn't it like on a vinyl the side of a record box something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah it was a lucasfilm then, employees got yeah yeah we finally got a uh, confirmation of it so it's kind of what i wanted uh, in the sense that we're getting more young Dooku and Qui-Gon, who's, who's uh, voiced by Michael Richardson, which is Liam Neeson's actual son, which is a really cool little um, po- poetic beat there. But yeah, I think you might be right, mate. Like Visions, they, they dropped Visions last year. Uh, it blew the, blew the doors off for most people. Really good. Lo and behold, second season, they're expanding it across the world. Tales of the Jedi. Oh, you know, we'll, we'll give you six. We'll give you three of Ahsoka because... You know, most people now love yeah. Ahsoka, like Henry's favourite character. We'll also give you a bit of Dooku and Qui-Gon. People, mm-hmm. people are going to mm-hmm. dig that. And then when, I think it's a case of when this show is 
pretty much loved by the fans because I do think it will be lapped up. I wouldn't be surprised if in a few months' time they say, yeah, we're going to give you another six or another 12 and we are going to focus on Mace Windu or Anakin or something or hopefully some some newbies. But you might be right, mate. I think this might be a backdoor pilot. What about you, Henry, mate? Are you thinking this is a, a six and done or we getting more? I, I hadn't thought about it as as six and then more, Luke. So I, I'm 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 so on board with that. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's so it. much more to explore. I, I'd want a, a Barris three parter. I want to see more of yes. like young Barris and Barris's training with Luminara. Like what's leading her to the because uh, again, Barris. Yeah, you could have her as the Padawan and like these little sparks of what, why she get into it, disillusioned with the council and maybe what happens to her, uh, you know, post getting arrested, you know, Order 66, possible Inquisitor stuff, who knows? Um, Yes. There's so much potential there. And we have like the Mace Windu comic run, which is like a a limited series. uh, And all of these are the Jedi, like there's mentions of um more uh stories like from their past like there's so much potential there i i, I adore the mace windu miniseries as well i think that's brilliant um and I, i'd love to see that in animation um I, I think there's just a lot of potential and with dave filoni at the helm he will want to make the most out of that yeah yeah i think so i think you're bang on the money now here's a question because matty boy my matty boy he is the canon connoisseur here okay um oh. he he knows his books he he loves the books I'd, I'd say you're you're yeah you're better with the books than the comics i think you're better yep. with the the older comics but i think there's just so much content out that it's quite it is admittedly quite it's hard overwhelming to the star Wars. it is overwhelming and mm. henry I'll, I'll just i'll get you updated on what i think right because i'm i'm not i'm not one who sits down and reads the star wars books so i sometimes read the comics sometimes mm. i used to be more into the comics especially when they were dark horse so the older canon right right but, yeah, yeah, yeah but since you know we're all busy ain't we we're busy we're paying taxes and that and i've got to prioritize my content and uh Anyway, Matty Boy and I have these discussions and we have a bit of banter about this, but I believe and I truly believe that there are different tiers or grades, if you will, of canon in Star Wars. You got A plus 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 canon, right? That is live action. Live action yeah. will always be canon. That's it. Full stop. Then B, you got B rated rated canon. That is your animation. Okay? Bad batch, Clone Wars, Rebels. Then Maybe a few grades down. No, I'm joking. C, C grades, Canon. You've got your books and your comics, right? Yeah. I remember Pablo Hidalgo, who worked, um, who works at the, the, the Lucasfilm Story Group, I think, or at least he's still got a, a big position over there. Yeah, 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 clever guy, clever guy. Um, he says if there is ever a contradiction, if you ever see a contradiction, you go with live action, and it's like, well, that pretty mm. much just proves my point, right? I feel like with Bad Batch. They kind of retconned uh, the Canaan comics, some of my favorite comics from the um, modern era Disney Marvel Star Wars runs. I love that run. With Tales of the Jedi, with Tales of the Jedi, is there potential for retconning? You know, I'm thinking of like the Ahsoka book immediately. Ahsoka book, yeah. yeah. 
right? Is that true? So how how do you feel about that, Henry? And then we'll go to Matt because I want to hear Matty Boy's answer for that. As well. <laughs> to me, no way. To me, to me no, no, they're doing on, it again. They're doing it again. Yeah, they're doing it again. Yeah. What yeah. do you think of that, Henry? Because I know you're into the um, books or the, at least the comics, right? Yeah. Uh, for me, the first Star Wars book I read was the uh, E.K. Johnston uh, Ahsoka book. Um, oh, wow. So I I really like that book. It's it's not my favorite Star Wars book. That book that goes to Lost Stars by Claudia Gray. Um, yeah. But um, Ahsoka, I really like that book. Um, is it like that memorable? Not really. I, I, I can't really mm. tell you many plot points in that book. Um, like the final battle with the Inquisitor that she has in that book, the details are a bit hazy for me and I'd have to go back and like analyze the book to kind of, you know, um, but I think the show will be, or at least the final episode of the Ahsoka arc will be an interpretation of the book. Um, I don't think they'll Mm. completely wreck on everything that's in that book, but there will be certain liberties taken from Um, a certain point of view. Exactly. Mm. Um, Mm. uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm not as kind of, I I think if I got too nitpicky about law, I would have given myself an aneurysm. Um, So (laughs) I I try, I try and be as kind of lax with it (laughs) as I can. You have Um, to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Tolkien fan, and I'm trying to enjoy Rings Ooh. of Power at the minute, and that's 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 hard work. We're hearing um, this from a lot of people, yeah, in our community. But yeah, Matt, what, what do you think? I, I, I'm I'm not that bothered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I mean, I think you're both talking a lot about rubbish. Uh, no, no, I think I think what Luki Boyce has merit because. What I think, and I've said it before, what I think the canon does best is your live action and your animated series, and it, so it would seem your AAA video games will take precedence. And what I like is that the books and the comics and the other things, they kind of play into each other. I read, um, I don't even know what the book was I read the other, A Princess and the Scoundrel, that book. Decent, I liked it. But that plays into other books, like storylines and characters. So they connect to each other, which would then, of course, connect to the wider picture. And I quite like it like that because I've said before, you're never going to get Star Wars Episode 10 as a book. You know what I mean? You're not going to get that. Instead, you'll get something like Shadow of the Sith, which builds into Episode 7, 8, and 9. And that's how, and that's how I like it. But there will, like you say, I do agree. There will always be retcons. And you know what? For the most part, I'm not overly bothered. I think like the Kanan thing, I was a little bit annoyed about that because they literally have a comic telling you how to do it. And then Filoni and that have gone, nah. I'm just going to come. I'm just going to totally change it, even though it's written. That was a bit daft, but you know, mm. it's it's fine. It is what it is. At the end of the day, the Bad Batch did it well, so it's fine. Uh, the Ahsoka book, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but, oh, bless E.K. Johnson. They are tearing that thing limb from limb at the minute in terms of canon. Yeah. The way that the Clone Wars season seven ended, the in the trailer we saw that Inquisitor. Now, in the Ahsoka book, it was the sixth brother that she fights, and uh, E.K. Johnson on Twitter. She was like, um, yeah, just to let you guys know, that isn't the sixth brother, so they might be retcon in my book. And she's kind of she's cool with it because she understands. Um, and she's she also said, look, Dave Filoni okayed the book. He approved this storyline. But if he wants to change it, then that's that's his thing. It's because I think we all now know that Ahsoka is pretty much, you know, that's Dave's creation and story. He's going to be the one who starts it and ends it. So, no, I mean, I think... 
uh, the the Alex Damon, our buddy Alex Damon, said it best when he says, for the most part, if you really want to get too hung up on it, you can make it work. You can like with that book, like you said, I'm sure you can interpret it in ways that make it fit into these stories that were being told yeah. and like the cop of amp thing in the Mando, his backstory isn't 100% like the book, but if you squint, it's, it's perfectly fine. And in the end of the day, as long as they're telling a good story, I don't mind, if but it, if, if there was just like a, yeah, if you squint, but if there's like a blatant <laughs> retcon, like the Kanan thing, that was a bit odd because yeah, like you say, because the Kanan, the, Kanan could have been any other Jedi. In, in, in they that, literally um, could have done that and the fact that it was yeah. Lukey boy actually sat down and enjoyed a comic and then they've just blasted out of existence broke my heart man so uh yeah i think with i think anyone who's a fan of that ek johnston book and i'm with you henry mate i think it's good it's not my favorite i think it's good i think they should be prepared that they are going to take some creative liberties with that story mm. but the author seems to be begrudgingly accepting because like Lukey boy said that this is the way this is the way it is this is the way. This the way. is the way. Yeah, this is the this way. This is the way. <laughs> now there are. Th- this is a. I think this is actually a really good trailer. I think this is a really good trailer for Tales of the Jedi. Just getting back more on track to, to the trailer, to the goodness, to the hype. Um, mm. I mean, guys, we get Camp Dooku, uh, voiced by Alan Rickman AI. <laughs> apparently, um, <laughs> we got voice, isn't it? You got Yaddle flipping about, fighting. Yeah. Yaddle, what happened to Yaddle? You know, one minute she's in Phantom Menace. Next second, dead, mate. Why? Dead. We're finding I think out. we're going to find out what happened here. Yeah. Speaking we of dead, find I'm, I'm a gun die is going to show up. That classic character, I'm a gun die. <laughs> He's showing up as well. Wait, yeah. really? 100% him, uh, Depper, Balaba, Plo Koon, Eef Koff, Rex, Sacy, Tin, uh, Big Boy Bale, and Lukey Boy's number one, Ponder Baba. Ponda Baba! Yeah, Ponda Baba. He's in the trailer, man. Sorry, where's this info coming from? I had no idea that Ponda Baba was going to be in this. (laughs) He's in the trailer. He's just there at a bar looking around. I mean, classic putting him at a bar, but he's there. I need need to open my eyes a bit more. I need to open my eyes. (laughs) If I saw that in the trailer, I'd have remembered. There is there is loads in this. There's loads in this trailer that's like really subtle and tiny or in the background. And it, it it is a feast. It is an absolute feast. Uh, Henry, what are some highlights for you, man? Um, from the trailer, um, the, well, uh, I absolutely love um, seeing the, like the season one and two style of um, Anakin and the clones back. Like the early yes. Clone Wars era again. Uh, yeah. when, when we saw Anakin in his original like shoulder-padded outfit, as such i was like oh my god oh my god he, he, he looks yeah. like more refined it's m- like modern day anakin but old school anakin i was like that's so awesome um of course seeing qui-gon again back in you know either a show or a film or whatever like it's it's qui-gon everyone loves qui-gon um young qui-gon. i'm young so qui-gon. excited to see yeah young qui-gon as well and the dynamic between him and dooku i think is such an interesting one and the fact that we get to see more of that um it, it it's just great because you see qui-gon as this person who exemplifies what a jedi should be um in phantom menace you know yeah. he, he is uh, people view qui-gon as the perfect jedi um you know uh, or what a jedi should be anyway um and then but his master's Dooku, who you know leaves the order. Uh, He's we a naughty see him, boy. But, 
yeah he is a naughty boy we see that in the trailer um button heads with mace windu and i i want to i'm intrigued to see that relationship grow and and what they're like in that time yeah um this uh yeah i'm just an ahsoka as well it was ahsoka so i got excited when i saw her again always it goes without saying you know it goes without saying for you henry seeing something like this i mean this is probably quite a daft question really but no questions a daft question i i I suppose i suppose um do you feel a lot of nostalgia seeing this is it like how right yeah yeah so does it bring back all those feelings okay oh definitely for uh, for me it's like I, i i I liked Bad Batch. Um, uh, well, no, sorry. Season seven of Clone Wars was a real kind of hit of, um, okay, when you when you hear that opening and that opening narration uh, that Clone Wars has, you know, outrage across the galaxy. Um, yeah. That <laughs> hit me in the fields in season seven of Clone Wars. And seeing the trailer for this, and it's in the same animation style, we've got these characters looking how they did in Clone Wars. I'd be naive to not say that nostalgia is probably playing into my excitement for it, but you know what? Who cares? Who cares? Like it's, 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 I'm excited for it. And I, I just, yeah. Oh, well, Lucasfilm cool. loves to play on the old nostalgic heartstrings, isn't it? It's not Lovely something that's man. new to them. Um, and what are they doing here? Filoni's not only is he giving us little baby Ahsoka, which uh, you'll find those plushes on the shelves or the Disney stores coming <laughs> soon. But we get we get Pav T, which is her mother as well. So we're going to see Ahsoka's mother and father, her being found to be a Jedi. And yeah, like you say, the the training that Anakin gives her, like, and and the fa- and the, we finally kind of really get to see him be a teacher, not just like a a mate and a buddy cop, but an actual teacher. When he's saying no again, again, uh, and he's te- and he's teaching her basically the move which helps her survive Order sixty six, which is a again. It's like poetry. It, it rhymes. It rhymes. Um, <laughs> I, but I, I do have to say, though, and I am going to be that guy who says it because, uh, w- like most people, when Ahsoka started, I was like, yeah, she's fine. And then the more and more I've the character's been given to us, the more I get I get it. And then seeing her in Mando with Rosario Dawson, I was like, this is this is b- unbelievable. And then season seven of The Clone Wars, I was like, well, I get it now I'm in. I would like to see Dave Filoni just go outside of his comfort box a, a, a little bit if he could do but at the same time we have this huge character in ahsoka whose story needs to be told and i to be honest i would rather not have anyone else but dave filoni and again that's all respect to ek johnson and everybody else you know dave filoni is the man i think who's got to tell this story and uh but i can't lie lads the the dooku uh, aspect of this uh, that's what i'm very excited about and the the young Kwai gone and seeing him butting heads with mace window like at the end when he's like stand down dooku and with and i'm thinking come on we know we, we know what happens so it's like that thing i've mentioned with andor because we know what happens they can twist that knife a little bit and manipulate our emotions but yeah seeing that dynamic that's what makes me the most excited and how good as well lads how good does this trailer look they've taken that season seven and bad batch animation and they've ramped it up even more this thing looks sensational yeah well when you think of what the initial seasons of clone wars looks like you know for their time they were they were good they were decent and for the sort of scale of the show that we got it was really good but i mean when you go back and watch it you do not notice it you know i've i've had mates who have never seen clone wars and 
they've gone back to watch Clone Wars, like because season seven was coming out, and they've gone. I struggled with it. I I've just had to mm-hmm. skip a load of seasons because they don't have that nostalgia. They don't have that kind of forgiveness that comes with something like nostalgia. And so they're like, "Wow, this is a bit ropey." No, this animation. I think actually Star Wars Rebels animation is some of my favorite. Um, full stop in Star Wars, but I think season seven of Clone Wars and a lot of Bad Batch. Wow, they they really went ham on that. Really, really, really gave it an all out effort. Um, something that I noticed in this trailer, I want to see what you guys think about this because usually I don't know about you, but I associate Clone Wars with like happy memories and like it, it, there's something about it. And it is obviously because it's aimed at a younger audience, but there's something about it that is happy, cheerful, good versus bad. And then when the kid gets older, they can watch Revenge of the Sith and see reality. Do you know what I mean? They can see, you know, all their loved clones see, yeah, murder yeah, younglings. To love just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the facade's completely gone at that point. <laughs> <laughs> the magic is gone, mate. Uh, Anakin sort of... burning to a crisp. <laughs> oh, Star Wars we love it, guys, isn't it? We love it. We love it, right? So I noticed something about this series, though, that was a bit different to Clone Wars, um, I thought, anyway, or particularly Season 7 of Clone Wars and maybe Bad Batch. But it almost feels like a telling of the tales of the fall of the Jedi, Right? And the reason I say that, you've got Dooku essentially falling to the dark side. You've got those initial sort of pangs of distress from him. You've got Anakin's dark side showing with Ahsoka saying, again, again. Like, it's aggressive. It's not loving. There's no love in there. The, the, what's meant to be at the core of the Jedi is love. And that, that's when we know from the prequels that's absent in, in, in the Jedi at that time. Um, and so they're, they're faulted in that. And, and also that leads to Ahsoka's kind of falling away from the Jedi-hood, you know? So they're, they're, they're just some of the themes that I've seen in this trailer to think, huh, this, this I think, isn't necessarily a glitz and glam, happy, yeah, Jedi. No, I think this is actually going to have a bit more of a darker tone to it, a bit more of a maybe sad tone. I, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that yeah. and if you got that at all from the trailer. Henry? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Tonally, it's it's it, it, it's really depressing. Um, <laughs> like, just of course, w- watching the trailer or just us listening to the trailer. Then it was like you're getting hyped, but it's like, oh, okay. There, there's there's some underlying like feelings of you know sadness and and just. Um, but yeah. like, of course, it's going to be sad. We one of the establishing sh- shots in the trailer is literally Padme's funeral. Um, and then you see Ahsoka in the crowd there. Um, yes. knowing that Ahsoka's at Padme's funeral, I mean, come on, like that is that is going to be heart wrenching to see. I mean, I, I know a lot of people will most likely tear up at that. Um, and I think the fact that they're telling that just that they're showing us that in this animation style which we we've seen ahsoka and padme's relationship in this style we saw it in the clone wars and now they're ending it here with that i don't know mm. that, that's mm. gonna get to me that's really gonna get to me <laughs> um and yeah dooku as well it, there's nothing 
like uplifting in the trailer apart from the fact that Ahsoka's going to be a Jedi but then it's like oh wait that maybe that's not a good thing um so yeah no tonally it's it's yeah tonally it's it's sad it's some sad stuff yeah i wanted to see more padme but not like this not like this um and you literally see the funeral opens it up and the music is music's great the trailing music's always good for star wars doesn't matter what uh, medium it's in the music is it has those tinges of hope but like you guys said it's foreboding we know what's happening when when we hear dooku i think cory burton voices him or cab bane when Dooku says, I've been warning them about the coming darkness, and you think, oh, come on. Was Dooku right all along? Were the separatists the good guys maybe in all of this? Um, there's so much stuff there to um, to, cl- to latch on to. Dooku saying, I want to bring peace and order to the galaxy, and then it cuts to him. It looks like he's about to take on a, a village of tribespeople, and we see him force pushing away uh, Leon Qui-Gon, and we see his methods, and we also see somebody else say, they want they want to bring or they have bought peace, justice, and security to their new empire. Now we it's a foreshadowing of him, but also Anakin as well, mate. There's as I was when this was announced, I was pleasantly surprised and fairly excited for this because I was hoping it would be a little bit bigger because I was hoping it would tell individual stories and open up that world a bit more. But like you guys have said just what they've given us in this trailer the potential the potential for heartbreak thanks henry mate the potential for excitement for those connective tissues that are only going to make the clone wars the rebels the prequels even stronger and maybe even beyond that there's so much in this trailer to take out and it's what one minute 40 maybe it's not an awful lot um in this but I love it. And I also love, but I also love the way it does end with that kind of, with that beak faced inquisitor. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, and who might you be? And we're like, that's Ahsoka. Stand down yourself, mate. But we don't know who he is. We don't know who that is. Uh, we're probably going to see Yaddle get cut in half as well. Nothing good's going to come out of this in terms of emotional, but come, can't, can't lie, lads. I'm looking forward to I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to be emotionally distraught. Uh, I can't I wait for the show to destroy <laughs> it, me. It drops on the same day. So it's only one day of depression. We've got guys, one day of despair. Uh, yeah. They're dropping it all on one day, right? Yeah. All that's on one crazy. Day, 26th. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Well, I mean, that I'm being glad. said, yeah, yeah clo- the ending of Clone Wars season seven was dropped on one day, and um, yeah. that st- I'm still emotionally distraught from that. So, <laughs> so I imagine this show will have a similar long-lasting impact on me, or at least yes. I hope it will. Yes, um, I'm sure. Yeah. I just want to see Yaddle just sliced in half, or maybe burnt. <laughs> you know, poetic. <laughs> Like poetic foreshadowing of what happens to Lilani, Lilani Van Tatooine. A foot-long subway in half. There you go. Yeah. Two six there inch you go, pieces there. <laughs> Thank you. Done. Dusted. Um, <laughs> right. I thought this trailer was really juicy with its imagery. And there was something that I noticed. There was something that I, and I and Matty boy, you will be so proud of me for noticing this. I, 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 I'm kind of hoping that you and the listeners are proud of me for this because I spotted something. I was like, I've we've been there before. We've seen that before. And I had to do, admittedly, I had to do a little bit of a Google to double check if my line of thinking was right. And I'm pretty sure it is. So again, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Dooku is like bowing or something in front of like this tree. Okay. Yeah. In the trailer. And that is the great tree on Coruscant. And we see that From in the temple. The yeah. Wars. 
But the yes. last time we've seen that, the last time we've seen that, right, was in a vision from Yoda yep. where Yoda sees Dooku as a Jedi. I yes. thought that was pretty sick. I was like, I was like, okay. He loves <laughs> his is... canon. He loves it. Yeah, I do, mate. <laughs> I know you're spot on, was... mate. You're spot on. Yeah, and I was like, oh, wow, that's a little bit of a deep dive, isn't it? That's a deep cut for us geeks. Juicy. So I like that, though. I like that. You know, that's I'd, I'd rather that integration into the Clone Wars, into the prequel era. And I think that's what Star Wars does best when it does it properly. When it does it properly, oh, my word, there's there's not much that can compare, really. It's, yeah, there right. we go. It's a chef's kiss. It's that's a chef's kiss. It's a go. chef's kiss. That, yeah, is, a, we love that it. is a filthy find, Lukey boy. Um, no, me. yeah, I, I noticed the tree. Uh, I'm so glad you did, though, uh, and you made made that connection. Um, Henry, mate, was there anything in the trailer that really popped for you that you saw, which maybe with other, either like a, a deep cut or just something, which the one thing we saw and thought, that's it. If I wasn't sold before, that is what would have lured me in. Oh, that's a great question, Matty boy. And I would say, I'm sorry, I'm picking up on your lingo here now. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, <laughs> Coming down to our level. <laughs> yeah, it's going to move to Essex before you know it. <laughs> yeah. the, um, uh, one thing that uh, I would say the Inquisitor is something that has like remained in my mind. Mm since seeing the trailer like yeah he looks great inquisitors in rebels well, they look great aside from the grand inquisitor were like you know they're, they're kind of a joke the grand inquisitor Fodder. was intimidating was intimidating this guy whoever whoever this guy is is on another level entirely this guy could be a horror villain i'm like i i cannot <laughs> wait to see the menace that this guy is gonna call like just the, the the mask the imagery just everything is so intimidating and it, again it just brings more power to that dark tone um so that and, and also the shot of um ahsoka connecting with that like beast um it, it's like near the oh, start yeah, of the trailer, big there's, there's thing. A, yeah the, I don't know why, but this just that shot of little Ahsoka reaching out to this big leopard thing. I was like, "Oh, this is a bit of like animal connection stuff, like what Ray did with that serpent." I'm like, "They're either adding more stuff, like you know, yes. this feeds into other things more than just the prequels." Um, but no, just yeah, I, I love that shot. I want to get that framed on my wall. Um, yeah, I think you it's should, pretty beautiful. Man. You should send us a copy while you're at it. That'd be lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd totally agree with you, mate. That's a really good shout. I thought the the Inquisitor. I think it's an Inquisitor. It looked a bit like Knights of the Old Republicy. Like the design was a bit Kotori, and I, again, I'm I'm here for that. I like that sort of diversity just in the in the designs, right? Yeah, really exciting. Have they said um, how long? these episodes are going to be because i've i was under the impression they were shorts but or are they just like um, episodes i've heard that they're going to be 15 to 20 minutes a pop so each arc will be between 45 to 60 minutes so um oh. yeah so between them they kind of kind of feature length each feature length is anything pretty much about 45 minutes so uh yeah so we got I, i'm interested i'm assuming they're going to be like ahsoka's will be episodes one two three and then Dooku will be four, five, six, and they're not going to have like, Duke, Ahsoka, Dooku, Ahsoka, Dooku, and kind of muddy that timeline a bit. But about fifteen to twenty minutes. And uh, when you were talking about the that the the 
bird-faced inquisitor i wonder how much time they're gonna you know devote to to them to him or whatever they are uh because like i say we've got 45 to 60 minutes how much are they going to be able to fit in because it looks like they've got quite a lot and is this going to be a big part of it because that inquisitor does look and sound great especially surrounded by that fire it's the imagery it's the it's the imagery which star wars does so well when it comes to their villains i wonder how uh, much time we're going to be able to spend with uh that uh encounter or maybe like lukey boy said they're setting up for uh another season of tales of the jedi more tales of the jedi for me i think the most exciting part was just seeing um other than like little baby ahsoka and all that was seeing mace and young dooku side by side because we only ever heard mace windu in his arrogance talking about dooku in attack of the clones but seeing them side by side at one point fighting together and then we've got the stand down we're going to see those ideologies butting heads that just that image alone looked good and i was well, listening to shout. loves a loves a loves a canon book i was listening to a the stories of jedi and sith the new book that came out recently and it's got like young qui-gon in that and that got me more excited for this show than anything else at the minute because we're now filling in the backstories that firstly i never knew we needed and i also never thought we'd get lads but for me it's mace and qui-gon what about you lukey boy what's that kind of one thing you saw in this and thought oh yeah yeah, it's the tree. I know that's it's just that deep cut. I yeah, was man. Like, I, and that's Gondor. what stood out. Yeah, that's what stood out to me. You know, I was like, mate, this is just great. But I mean, other than that, it is the young Dooku. It's the young Dooku with the blue lightsaber, but it's still like that curved bad boy. Oh, mate, there's something about it. And and I think there's like a showdown, isn't there, between some sort of officers or guards and He's like, look, this is the only way you're going to win, you know, and that is there is that arrogance from Dooku as well. Um, but maybe I think maybe you might have said it earlier, you know, in some ways, Dooku was right. In some ways, Dooku was ahead of the mm-hmm. curve. Um, it's just that he let his kind of knowledge, he let his suspicions or his just thoughts deviate him and he ended up going to the dark side right he took hold of his potential took hold of his power and he didn't channel it properly um qui-gon is the opposite qui-gon knew that the jedi i mean we've done episodes about it maddie boy we did episodes about how the jedi were effectively wrong in the prequel era yeah qui-gon isn't necessarily that qui-gon saw that hey you know not everything's perfect but this is still like the way this is still the good guys just because you're wrong in a few things doesn't mean you're the bad guys right and i'm looking forward to seeing more of that they're gonna only add some depth and richness to that story into that element which i think is my one of my favorite parts of the this era of star wars of the prequels so super super excited i think this is gonna slap i think a lot of people online are gonna love it i think the clone wars generation are gonna love it they're just gonna eat it all up i want to be devil's advocate as usual because that's what i like doing hey look we're being really positive about this show we love it henry loves it luke loves it i do want to throw out the alternative point of view though and ask you guys is there any worries you have about this show do you think there's anything in it which you know might not might actually hinder what we know before or um is there anything that they can do which might be a bit 
I don't, I don't want to. Oh, is there anything you don't want them to do with Ahsoka or Dooku or Qui-Gon? Is there anything that you guys can think would be uh, not good? There's nothing specific that I can think of, but if there's any episodes which feel like filler to me or feel like <laughs> a, a mediocre Bad Batch episode, I'll be very annoyed. Um, we've got six episodes and I want each episode to feel like a cohesive, like important segment of that character's life. Um, and I know, you know, bad batch is, well, a lot of people have said that it is mostly filler. Um, and I don't know, I, I, it's Dave Filoni and Dave Filoni loves these characters. Uh, and I trust him to make the most out of the six uh episodes that we've got uh i just hope all of them are consistent is the one thing that i i really hope yeah that's a good answer consistency consistency although filler mm-hmm. not asking for filler and you're a clone wars fan henry i don't know if that goes um, hand in hand mate. Oh, oh stop you <laughs> no 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 i i jest i jest but i think um i i, I don't think there's necessarily going to be room for that because there's not many there's not many episodes right so yeah uh, let's see let's see um i have a lot of faith in this i think the worry for me uh mate is that they might portray Anakin as a certain sort of dude, sort sort uh, a kind of guy that is so different to the Clone Wars Anakin that we get. And um, by that, I, I mean, one of my biggest criticisms of the Clone Wars is I feel like the Anakin in Attack of the Clones is completely different to the Matlanta Anakin at the be- particularly the beginning of the Clone Wars. But arguably, it has to be. Because it's it's a kid show. It's for kids. You can't just have Anakin from season one going down and chopping down Tuscan Raiders and Tuscan kids and Tuscan mums, you know. He slaughtered all of them after all, right? But you can't have that on a TV show. Now, I think that's where the area gets a bit grey with, well, this is an Anakin. Where, where, where does he sit in the timeline? Is it is he an angry Anakin? <laughs> is he a a placid anakin i don't know that is that is my biggest concern but uh i think if the story is good if the arc is good i can overlook that and i can forgive it but that's my my concern right now um and hopefully they do kill off yaddle imagine if they don't kill off yaddle and like she's just <laughs> that's it like oh right, we'll have okay. a three episode little arc in the next yeah. series explaining yeah. what happens to her yeah. after that so. encounter with Dooku. Somehow maybe she goes to Dagobah for a bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's the one who really told Yoda about it. It's like there's a great spa down there. I'll leave you my key. Get in the room is fine. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I I I can't disagree with either of you guys as much as I want to to create tension. I can't. Um, I do hope that. The, the six episodes are just full of beef, though, because simply because we only have three per character, we've pretty much got 45 to 55 minutes with these characters. And, yeah, they can always expand it in another series, but let's just assume they're not going to. I just hope that they can fit it all yeah. in and that it feels as vital as, as us as fans want it to be. Listen, all we've got to do is look at the hype for this show coming from the internet. On, on the week we're recording this, it's been 14 years up to the day that the Clone Wars was released. And here we are talking about uh, an extension of 
the Clone Wars in Tales of the Jedi. So I just hope that I, I, I have faith for the most part in Dave Filoni in his writing for the most part um, and his reverence for, for the character of Ahsoka. I just hope that this story is the one worth telling. That, that That's my only kind of worry. Otherwise, I think it's going to be a great, um, it's going to be a great uh, ride. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, this has been such a geeky, fun chat about some Star Wars animation. Henry, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure talking Star oh, Wars with you, dude, honestly. No, no, thank It's been a pleasure speaking to you guys. I, I haven't had a proper <laughs> good Star Wars chat in ages, uh, uh, and I feel honoured that you asked me on. Uh, so thank you so much, guys. You're always no, welcome on, here, mate. man. Always welcome. Always welcome here. Where can the world find you? Because there might be people listening and be like, what's this? What's this TikTok? What's all this about? Um, this where stuff? can I find you? Yeah, where can uh, I find you? And also tell us a, a bit more about the Beauty and the Geek stuff, mate. Where can Go we watch on. it? Okay. Okay. So um, you can find me at Henry or Henry. Wait, let me restart. You can find me at Henry underscore Calvert on the old TikTok. Uh, on yeah. Instagram, I am Henry dot Calvert. Um, Henry underscore Calvert is my 13-year-old account, uh, and it's public, so you can go and look at some embarrassing pictures from me as a kid if you want. Um, <laughs> on it. <laughs> and Beauty and the Geek is out at the minute on Discovery Plus. Uh, you can watch me try and drop game on um, a, a beautiful young lady. Uh, maybe successfully. Who knows? Um, I think I'm actually going to watch it. I'm not just. See. I'm not just joking. I'm not joking. I think just I'm going to try and watch it. it. Yeah, give, I will. It a, give it a go. Um, I, I, I try my best to represent uh, the Star Wars geeks um, at any point do you try the jedi mind trick unfortunately not but in my vt in my master interview at my house i am spinning a lightsaber in my garden um <laughs> i always <laughs> nah, they were lapping it up they were absolutely lapping it up <laughs> amazing oh. amazing I cannot wait to watch Henry show me some moves. You know, maybe you can get some tips from Henry when I watch the show. We'll link to all those socials in the description below. Henry, one last question for me in maybe one word or two words or three words. What's your favourite Star Wars movie? A New Hope. A New Hope. We haven't had that one before. We generally haven't had that one before. Henry, mate, thank you so much for coming on uh, to talk about Tales of the Jedi. My excitement levels have gone through the roof now more than they were this time last week lukey boy i can't wait mate this is the way this is the way hello this is ahmed best i am jar jar binks in the prequels of star wars and you're listening to star wars sessions which is probably the uk's best star wars program Mate, it's feeling a little bit Kesha up here in this gaff, all this TikTok going on, this ticky-tocky stuff. Henry, what an absolute lad he was coming on to join us. The energy he brought, the enthusiasm and the love uh, for Star Wars and the excitement, mate, for Tales of the Jedi permeated through my earphones. And I certainly hope all you guys enjoyed listening to Henry. He's a lad, isn't he, mate? 
Ah, uh, he's an absolute legend. I, I just, I'm not going to ignore that Kesha reference, mate, boy. That is golden. <laughs> that is absolutely golden. I'm still cool. So, well, even though it's 12 years old, uh, I'm still bro, cool. That's like, yeah, I think, I think old Henry was probably like, um, I don't know, like 11 when that came <laughs> out or something. Probably yeah, younger. Actually. Yeah. Probably younger. Oh my no. days. We love it. Yeah. No, um, it, it, what a lovely, lovely guy. I want, I want him back, mate. I want him back to talk some more Star Wars. It was it was fantastic. Loved the enthusiasm. I loved the enthusiasm. So it's good fun, mate, talking some Star Wars animation. Yes, uh, Henry is the kind of guy you could go for a pint with and talk about Star Wars. And as fate would have it, we have pulled up the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. And the only question that remains, Lukey boy, is shall we? Let's do it. offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative a libation can i persuade you to join us for a drink Absi, give me the spiciest drink you got pour me another park kellen sling where are you going master for a drink Oh, tick-tock on the clock here we go here in the bantina each week we sit down with you guys the greatest listeners in the galaxy we have a couple of Kef beers and get your thoughts on our main discussion. And this week we ask for your thoughts on the Tales of the Jedi trailer and the show itself. And as per, you didn't let us down. No, you did not. We got some tasty comments. But to start us off is a cheeky, very cheeky voice message from Daniel Schofield. Let's hear it, main boy. <laughs> Hey, it's Von UK here. I'm really excited about the Tales of the Jedi that's coming out later this month. Um, it's going to be great to see some of the uh, characters from the Clone Wars um, that we've grown to love and get connection to um, and to see further development into them, really, um, as well as a bit more maybe of their backstories um, and just to see them grow. Um, it's going to be great as well. Looks like the animation is better. Um, well, I say better. It's always been good, but it looks like enhanced. Um, so it's going to be good to see how these characters look potentially different um, and maybe a bit better in quality with the updated animation. Um, and of course, it's going to be brilliant to see. Looks like the clones, um, a bit more of an update on them. Um, their armor looks slightly different. Um, which is going to be great to see as well. But yeah, overall, excited for this um, and can't wait to watch it. Enthusiasm. Pure enthusiasm there from Daniel. We love it. Uh, I love love all of the comments there, especially about the cheeky armor upgrade. Uh, yeah, mate, can't wait to see that. Um, Good job. Boy, we, we, got, we got some great comments as well. Um, let's start off with some from... Oh, and thank you for sending that in, by the way, Daniel, you little sauce pot. Yes, you lad. Um, yeah, let's go over to some comments on Instagram. Starting us off, Ashton uh, Hartigan. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, he says, and, and you can tell Ash, Ashton's been listening to the show. He goes, 10 Cassian Anders out of 10 Cassian Anders. Yes! <laughs> we love it. Good we love mate. it. Now, someone who is playing by my rules is Sam Cuddy, who's uh, who's over in Florida. And thankfully, uh, Sam and his family are doing OK, as are a few yep. other people who are listening to the show, part of our community. 
over in Florida, but obviously we're thinking of a lot of people uh, over in mm-hmm. that part yep. of the world, uh, wherever Absolutely. you are, Florida, the Caribbean, wherever. Um, so thinking of you guys out there. Um, but Sam Cuddy says, I think I'm an 11 out of 10 ponders. Measuring that ponder babbers, <laughs> we love to see it. I cannot Loves wait it. for Ahsoka Origins, not to mention the Dooku and Quiet Gone Juice. We love to see it. Chris Brazier says 10 ponder babbers at 10 for the Dooku episodes, as it will give us something we haven't seen before. Two ponder babbers with missing arms out of 10 for the Ahsoka episodes. In danger of Ahsoka overload with this, as well as new Mandalorian and a new ahsoka show now that's the sort of different comment that you know we kind of like to hear on this show even if we don't necessarily think of it or even agree with it we love to hear it because it just gives us a bit of i don't know like diversity in our star warsiness yeah it's nice it's good to hear that and i don't don't necessarily disagree with the comment as well i think i touched upon it in the main show that in terms of feloni i would like to see him do something a little bit different at the risk of overexposure and you know becoming a one-trick pony for want of a better term but as long as the stories are good mate and as long as you know what's coming now as long as they're well executed then that's all that matters mate i you know i I like the character of ahsoka but for example if there are people out there who don't what are their hype levels for this show so that's an interesting comment to get so true it's so true well we'll, we'll finish with one last comment here on instagram uh, eve evangel says low expectations mm. to not be too disappointed it feels a bit like a passion project that's 100 percent feloni and that might as well be space wells and world between worlds <laughs> <laughs> unlike unlike most fans i'm not 100 percent with his brand of star wars and as a japan file i've seen his reference a million times mm-hmm. uh, another interesting take there um matty boy where else are or, or, or what else are people saying on the interwebs about towers of the jedi over on the the bluebird twitter our boy gordon brown said guys it looks like an ahsoka origin story and that's epic and for good measure we get some spicy dooku action he himself was an interesting origin in canon if they show that then all the better but even if they don't we'll have a spot of jedi politics and some qui-gon boom he then says, and this is how we know people listen, I forgot my Ponder Babbers. That's how hyped I am. It's an eight from me, eight Ponder Babbers. And I'm so glad we've got some Cassie and Anders in there as well. Uh, our friends over at the Jedi and Exile, Exile sorry, said uh, they did a reaction on it and honestly cannot explain how hyped we are. Young Dooku, young Qui-Gon, Clone Wars style animation, more prequel era. Ah! Followed by a uh, Jonah Hill screaming um, gif. And um, mm. probably the comment of the week came from our buddy over at the Max Rebo Experience, where it's Max himself in it. He said, here we go. Ah, hype level for new content is eight Max Rebos, but minus two because it's animation. But plus 0.5 for Ahsoka's origin, but minus 0.5 for retcon in Ahsoka the novel. Plus 10 for a younger Dooku sounding like Alan Rickman. That makes it 16 Max Rebos or eight upon the Babbers for you blokes on the metric system. Uh, so hype across the board there but i am glad that we got to see some differing views and again i don't necessarily disagree with what our boy eve evangel is saying so let's see uh, again i hope for the best of this story but I, I, there is that risk of overexposure or feloni becoming too attached but i like mate again the uh, diversity and opinions we got there 
Yes, we love the diversity of opinions. So keep on commenting on our posts and we'll probably read them out at some point. Thank you so much to everyone who does support. Yep, yeah, if you didn't hear yourself this week, please don't beat us hard and keep sending in your engagement on social media, your emails, your voice messages, and we'll do everything we can to get you on a future edition of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right, it's the best part of the us. Patreon questions section. And to start us off, my boy, is a saucy legend, Scott Fisher, who says, Hi, lads. Hey. No, this email is a few weeks early, but work will have me occupied for the first week of October. And the second, I'm in Paris. What a naughty boy. Nice. Disneyland and Avengers Complex and mega spicy, uh, Scott. October's question is, with the Bad Batch trailer seeing the lights of Captain Rex again in the new season, will we still see a clone rebellion as such? Unfortunately, not like the original Battlefront 2 game on Kamino, as that has been destroyed. But do you think there is still a clone rebellion uprising on the horizon somewhere? Keep things spicy, Essex Scott. We just knew it was going to be clone-related with <laughs> Scotty Boy. Matty Boy, what are you saying about this question? Uh, good question as ever Scotty boy thank you again I certainly hope you enjoy Disneyland Avengers Complex Paris and I hope you have a good time mate Um, as for your question I'd hope so the clone project in the Bad Batch is being ended you know because of budgetary reasons which is what the Empire say which seems quite actually it seems very in keeping with this new canon from what we're seeing from Bad Batch from Andor like the way the Empire runs behind the scenes but it would be nice to see the Kaminoans go down with a fight, like secretly engineering one last battalion to take on the Empire a la Battlefront 2. And, twisting the knife, it's a fight we know that they can't, they can't win. Uh, there were hints of uncertainty towards the end of Bad Batch Season 1 in terms of some of the clones, and with, uh, what's her name, Lama Su. You know, she's clearly been portrayed here by the Empire. They've clearly sold her down the river. Topoka City on Camino has been blasted to pieces and destroyed. I think there's every chance we could see something similar, but only on a smaller scale. And I would like that. We know the clones get phased out. I would like to see them go down with a bit of a fight or to have like Lama Sue and that be like, right, you know, we've got to do something to save our livelihood here. Or if we, if we're going down, let's take some of them down with us kind of mentality. I think, hmm, I think they're setting up that there is going to be some kind of butting of heads or some kind of operation just from the uncertainty and the seeds they sowed at the end of the season. I don't think we're going to get a full-scale uh, rebellion. I do think we're going to get something smaller, and I hope we do, mate. I genuinely do, because I think it would make for good uh, good storytelling. But what about you, Lukey boy? If we're not going to get the big old Battlefront 2 one, do you think we're going to get some kind of rebellion or uprising? I would love to, because especially with the Battlefront 2, I think Scotty Boy here is talking about the 2005 one, where there was yes. the Clone Wars Rebellion there, or the Clone Trooper Rebellion there on Camino. Wow, that was incredible. And uh, I think it could happen. I think it could. but And if it is going to happen, I think it is going to be, indeed, in the bad batch. But maybe not next season. 
I think Bad Batch is going to be... How many seasons is Bad Batch? Have they said that, or is it unconfirmed? Uh, oh, I want to say it's unconfirmed. We're definitely getting two. Yeah. My head was telling me there's like four, but I yeah, don't know I how thought. true that is. I'm, I'm going to have a little Google in the background, mate. Yeah, go on, you do that, mate. Well, I think it could be in future Bad Batch um, seasons, uh, maybe season three, four, maybe. Actually, I could see it being the final season of the Bad Batch, whatever they try and do there. Um, But we kind of know what happens to a lot of the clones, thanks to a show like Kenobi. You know, a lot of them are just all, all rebels, you know. I think that demonstrates sort of the heartbreak of what happens to a lot of those fellas. Um, but I'm here to see it, and I'd love for them to say, have you found anything, Mayboy? You found- I saw you just did a little movement there. No, no? it looks like oh. season two has been confirmed, and that's all we know so far. And I was just reading a lot of people seem to think, you know, two seasons of another 16 uh, 6.32 episodes overall might be quite a good little length. But so far, just going to be two well listen we know like we said earlier we know that bad batch isn't a perfect series you know we didn't think it was perfect but it had some really really strong moments and uh, i do think season two will actually be stronger than the first season and when you look at Wars animation that's generally the case generally the case historically that's a fact so let's see what happens uh, but I think there's definitely room for it, Scott. So don't don't give up on that idea just yet, buddy. Uh, but thanks for sending that in, dude. Matty boy, what other question have we got this week, your sauce pot? Ooh, we've got a new one this week, mate. We've got a question from Richard Gould. Richard Gould, he says, Hi, Matt and Luke, you spicy legends. You know us. He said, first time leaving a question here and a long time listener of the show, so I thought I'd get involved. Thank you, mate. We appreciate that. He says, do you think they should do more shows with the same tone as Andor, but set in a different time in the Star Wars universe? For example, I've been dying to see the sequel era be fleshed out more and think a great show would be to see how the Resistance came to form and why Leia felt the need to break away from the New Republic. I feel like this could be a cool political drama for a more mature audience. Do you think this show's gritty and realistic take on Star Wars should be kept as a one-off or be expanded upon and what show pitch would you like to see in the same tone, Rich? Rich, yeah, again, thank you, mate, for sending that in. Uh, Lukey Boy, the Andor tone is getting a lot of uh, comments from this show and other, sh- and other people around the world. Do you think there's room for more shows like this? And if so, what would your pitch be? Mm. Oh, Rich, you're speaking my language, mate. It's, it's not necessarily that... I think it has to just be Andor-ish. I think Andor is definitely a an acquired taste. Um, but I do believe in... Expa- I mean, what you just said, mate, about the whole layer thing um, and, and kind of the breakaway from the New Republic, the formation of the Resistance, I think that is an outstanding idea, buddy. Outstanding. I think there's definitely room for it. I do think as well... Uh, to a certain extent, uh, Mando or the Mando verse is kind of doing that. But I do think mm-hmm. there's probably room for something like that to expand, specifically the sequel trilogy era, which again, I think the Mando verse is heading uh, inevitably into that territory. Um, I think Andor is an acquired taste, right? Like I said earlier. So maybe was saying that the caveat to what i'm just saying actually is that maybe a political sort of drama is perfect for that kind of style 
of Andor where the kids might find it a bit boring. So why not make it a bit more mature anyway, a bit more adult anyway? Yeah, do you know what? I'm sold on it. Richard, yeah, forget it. Forget what I've just said. I'm sold. Let's do that. Let's do exactly what you've said because <laughs> back. I, 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 think, I think it could really work. I think it would work really, really, really well. Um, Matty boy, I'm, I'm curious to see what you think here, Ooh. mate. Or would it be it's too many Disney Plus shows? I don't know. Um, I don't think there's ever going to be that problem because Disney will keep pumping them out, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, or whatever. We'll, we'll keep getting high school musical films. And we'll yeah. get them. Um, <laughs> the tone. I mean, I'd like it because I like the, I love the tone of Andor, but it's all about context, mate. A show about Ewoks or like skeleton crew potentially might not work with that Andor tone, but a political show set pre episode seven, I think that'd be bonkers good. Claudia Gray's Bloodline. Here's the can that set up that tension nicely. And that was set about five years before The Force Awakens. Uh, and then right at the end, you know, in that book, we find out the inciting kind of reason as to why Leia's like, yeah, I've had enough of this. I need to go my, I need to forge my own path with my own unofficial breakaway organisation. And, I mean, Andor's set five years before A New Hope. And, you know, if they wanted to kind of carry on from that, where Bloodline left off, for example, five years before The Force Awakens, it's like poetry, it rhymes. I think that would be, I honestly think they could do that but of course you know what what would they do with general layer and would they just not have it in the story what's the web with such a the leader and the, right. the focal point of the resistance not in it or the or a senator not in it i don't know but you know they i think i'm sure they could find ways to work around that but um, in terms of the tone yeah for politically ang- for politically angled shows I think the tone does work like you said Lukey boy I think the tone does work and if they went with your old show idea Richard it would be great mine yeah my, other than your idea mate mine would be I'd like to see something set in the OT era uh, as someone who's like seeing things set away from that era I would quite like to see something set in the OT but with like frontline troops like a band of brothers style stuff so nice. kind of like think the Battle of nice. Hoth Battle of Endor Jakku or maybe all of it you know Hoth the, the gang suffers casualties and a loss of numbers and hope and the story leads on to Ender or Jakku and they kind of rally and they have that victory and we kind of left to reflect on who's left and who's who has left the show blah blah and then something like that like a frontline boots on the ground military-esque show could be in the same tone as Andor but I wouldn't want every show to be that tone just like I don't want every show to be happy-go-lucky light and fluffy I think there's there's room in this galaxy and on Disney Plus for different genres, different tones, different levels of levity as well. But uh, Andor works yeah. for Andor. I think it would work in the show you said, though, Rich, mate. So that is a that is a fabulous, fabulous question to kick yourself off with on the sessions, mate. Well, more ST, mate. More ST, you know, flesh out the ST. Do a, I do would a love Clone that Wars. As well. Do a Clone Wars on the sequel trilogy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was doing yep. this the other day. I don't know if I have a hankering to watch some sequel stuff at the moment. Same. I don't know if I have a hankering Genuinely. for it. Yeah. yeah. Genuinely. I'm going to have to watch Tross again soon. So. I knew you were going to say that one out of all of them. Well, uh, well, guys, keep your eyes and ears peeled. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for some sequel stuff. Um, but yeah, great yes. questions from Richard and Scott this week, Matty boy. Uh, where... where patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions if you want to get involved if you want to ask us a question reasonably priced two dollars a month come on come on come on 
it would mean a lot to us and and really if you do enjoy the show it just ensures like the longevity of it i mean we're not going away anytime soon but it just really helps us uh uh, hugely so thanks to everyone who supports us anyway yes well said my friend i can't um echo that anymore but uh scotty boy rich thank you so much for those questions one thing you didn't do is give us your answers but actually rich did and it was really good scott give us your answers everybody out there in the world we'd love to hear your thoughts on a clone uprising or rebellion and you know what kind of show would you like to see with that andory tone to it but like lukey said thank you everyone for your support can't wait to get next week's batch of questions in but until then bartender we are so sorry about the mess but that's going to bring an end to our time here in the Bantina. But we're going to be back again, same time again, next week, here in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! game yes here we are at the end of the show with our very special very unique and much loved star wars sessions game each week we end on a star wars theme game we alternate who's going to be hosting this week it's mine luke you have no idea what you're playing do you want to know yes i do tell me well i haven't got a name for it so i'll give i'll describe it for you basically i'm going to give you a few characters in star wars but you have to guess who i'm talking about because I'm only going to give you a three-point description of them. I'm going to give you... It's like three bullet points. Very short. Da, da, da. Oh. What character am I talking about? So uh, I want to see how well you are with my three-point descriptions. Yeah, no, I like it. This is a good idea. Very good idea. All right, let's go. Let's smash it. All right, DJ, hit the music, please, mate. So if, let's kick off a bit of an easy one. If I said to you, Big Leather Daddy, who are you thinking? Big big leather daddy i'm thinking of cad bane oh it's not cad bane <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh vader vader yeah <laughs> that's enough of your dreams about cad yeah <laughs> yeah big really cad. So, okay that was that was an this easy re- one this really is an animation episode hey like cad bane yeah, on the brain. maybe oh maybe so okay let's go next one then if i gave you i'm going to give you three points and i want you to try and tell me who this character is big head arrogant wispy beard big head arrogant and wispy beard count dooku your final answer yes dooku don't coo unfortunately it's key addy mundy big head arrogant wispy beard Oh, literally, that could be Dooku as well. Oh, I'm fuming. <laughs> yeah, it could be, fuming. I suppose, in an, in an alternate dimension. Okay, how about yeah, this all one? right, fair you enough. Get, well, you'll look. get this one. Okay, get this go one. on. All We're right. just playing around to start. We'll warm it up. Here we go. We're okay. warming up. <clears throat> Three points. Warm me up. Fearless, playful, sad. Fearless, playful, and sad. I Was this an easy one? Did you say this was an easy one? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Yeah. Fe- fe- is it? Again, fearless. Fearless, playful, and sad. Fearless, playful, and sad. Who's fearless? Um, like so which character Padme. can be described Padme. by those three? 
sad. I just think of Padme because she died of being sad. <laughs> you going to go Padme? Yeah. Yeah, let's do Padme. She's a bit playful, isn't she, I suppose? She likes a little bit of uh, this and that, Plain. you know, and Geonosis, <laughs> eh? <laughs> the old Patreon commentary. Uh, yeah. Mate, you're going to go Padme. Padme is the answer. Yes, yeah, she's fearless. Yes. She loves an aggressive negotiation. Negotiation. I can't get the words out. And she is sad. Um, so that this is, is a the good answer. Game. You go, you go, mate. Easy. Um, you'll get this one as well. Uh, this one, three-point description. Like. Mask face, serene tendrils. Tendrils. M- mask face, serene tendrils. Mask face. Is it serene? Plocoon. Plocoon. You want to lock in plo? Tendrils. Remind. Hang on. Yeah. 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 It's it's. You want to lock in plo? Yeah. Tendril. I've just googled tendril and it's come up with vegan kitchen. Where's that? In London. Yeah. Of course it is. (laughs) Flaming. Don't want to eat tendrils. Yeah. (laughs) Let let me lock in. Let me lock in plocoon. Yeah. I think that's him. Right. Mask. Lukey Boy, since episode whatever it is when we started doing the game, Lukey Boy always used to say, I've got to go in my gut. And it's a good thing he did because it is Plo Koon. Yes. Yeah. He's got a mask face. He talks very serenely. And he's got like hangy things on his face, which remind me of tendrils. Uh, So, yeah, tendrils. Um, I've got two more for you, my friend. I've got two more for you. Uh, Who is this character based on their three point description being Brash Dribbler? Loud, brash, dribbler, loud, jabber, dribbler, jabber. Surely, he dribbles, doesn't he? Who else dribbles? Unless we're talking about basketball or something, or, or football. Football. Mm. Nah, jabber, <laughs> jabber the hut, jabber the hut. Let's try it. Lock <laughs> cool. it in. Topical. You locking that one in, jabber the hut, my friend? Yeah, I'm so who glad you did. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. oh. It's the wrong answer. A boss nass. Yes, it's boss nass. Damn it. He's big brash. He just like, he's dribbles everywhere and he's loud. Boss nass. I was, I was associated dribbling with like the slow, like dribble slowly coming out of your mouth. I couldn't think of a word to put where he's kind of like projectile like, spittle. Other than projectile spittle. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've got... I'm going to give you that one because you said it right at the end. So you've got two out of officially four, but um, with Darth Vader as well, I'll give you two and a half out of five so far. Final one, my right. friend. The three-point description of this character is hopeful, determined, ginger. Mon Mothma. It's got to be the Mon. Locking it in. It's got to be the Pokemon. Yeah, it's either that or Prince <laughs> Harry, isn't it? <laughs> it's Prince Harry. Um, oh, now I feel uh, now I feel awful because it isn't Mon Mothma, but it, it sounds more like Mon Mothma than, than the character who I else? picked. Who who's Ginger? Hang on, are you one of these people that's pe- call people Ginger and they're not actually Ginger? They're like, <laughs> no, this one is definitely. This one, this this character is uh, definitely a ginger and absolutely rocks it as well. But uh, now I feel awful because it's not Mon Mothma and it probably could have been. Do you want to know who I picked? Yeah, who did you pick? I feel like half of this is interpretation anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but my answer is the only one that matters. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> the character I went for was Cal Kestis. 
Oh, Cal Kestis. No, he's he determined. He's hopeful. And he is ginger. Uh, uh, Cameron yes. Monaghan, sorry. Uh, very good actor. So, uh, mate, um, yeah, you got two and a half out of six there. Eh? I don't think that's too bad considering the kind of ropey uh, rules surrounding the game. Yeah, I'll take that, mate. I, I still think I win. I win at least a grand at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, if you, if we can just get a few more patrons to cover that, that would be perfect, and we can pay Luke his game-winning fee. But yeah, that was the I don't know three-point game. That was that was a great three-pointer, mate. Great three-pointer. Mm. Let's play that again. Let's do that one again. Mm, Good idea. Again. Love it. We love it, and we love our listeners because today and this week has been another spicy show here on the Sesh. Yes, my friend, yeah. we have had. Henry Calvert from TikTok and all manner of social media platforms and reality shows. Thank you so much again for coming on and sharing your passion for Star Wars and the animation within. Thank you, Andor, for existing and giving us something to talk about uh, midweek, which is something which we love doing. And then at the end of it, we kind of feel empty, but also quite glad at the same time. But we love talking <laughs> star wars but yeah episode 178 my friend we're gonna have to start getting some questions in guys for our 200 or some ideas for the 200 because it ain't far away but my friend the fun doesn't end there no one's ever really gone where can the world find us master blywalker they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk you can search for us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok just search star wars sessions and we will be there drop us a voice note or just a cheeky message to our email hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk don't forget about that patreon guys it'd mean the world to us if you could support us if you can afford to support us that'd be grand uh not an actual grand just grand as in oh that'd be great um <laughs> your if you want to join our discord it's like a big fat off group chat it's great let us know dm us and we'll send you the link Yes, we love all of our Patreons, but we love every single listener. So if you just want to support the show for free, you can do by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which does still include Spotify. Uh, Five stars helps the show grow. It introduces new listeners, and it's another way for us to hear from all of you each and every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your nearest person with tendrils. Tell your cousin (laughs) the more the merrier, the castle spicier. Yeah, tell Cal Mothma that this is the podcast that hybrid is looking for. But until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Oh, I like it. Look, yeah. Jails of the Teddy. <laughs> Teddy. Teddy. We love it. They are Essex based podcast heroes. I want to bring peace and order to the galaxy. What?